Oh, I'm in Cali. We had thunderstorms last night, and now it's like it's beautiful today. Well, I'm here in Georgia. It's dark, so I like to ask everyone, "What's good with you, especially with COVID? How have you and your family and team been?" Oh, we've been good. Um, you know, we hunkered down. You know, uh, just me and my wife and and my little one uh, that came into the world July twelfth. Uh, so. Oh my gosh! You guys had a pandemic, baby. Yeah, we did. You know, we didn't practice social distancing, apparently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I've been seeing this thing on TikTok about people who have pandemic babies. The babies are developing faster. So are there any milestones that your child has been like kind of going a little faster than normal babies? Yeah, they're like our baby's like a super like smart baby. Like it's just it's weird, you know, like I, I just. <laughs> You know, it's it's uh, God in the universe being good to us, so yes. it's good. Con- congratulations on having a baby, you and your wife. So I listen to your music. I'm so happy to have you on here. I love having all types of artists on here with diverse um, music catalogs, and you definitely have one. So when was it for you where you were like, okay, music is for me. This is my passion. I'm going to do it. Yeah, um, I think I was like, uh, I don't know. I got like baby pictures, you know, like of me just standing by the microphone, you know, and I was just like a little kid and I would like sing to a globe, you know, because that's what I had. And that was my microphone, you know, and I play with a little guitar mm-hmm. and I'd set up all my little toy animals. Uh, my dad used to hold me and like play harmonica for me um, when I was just like a like an infant, you know, and um and then the rest was history, you know, I started writing my own songs. So well, I started writing like, you know, middle school and then high school is kind of where I was like, I'm going to be in a band, you know, and I'm going to go do this. How was the band life for you? Everyone always starts in a band or a group. Like, how did it work out for you? Um, you know, it was good. Like, I mean, I was doing like hip hop, uh, like reggae, uh, blues. So I've always been diverse with my stuff, you know. Yeah, um, so important. And I wish more artists is like kind of step out and like get into different genres. Like me, I love 80s rock music. Okay. And I feel like a lot of these music, they're kind of being recycled because nobody's actually tapping into a little this, a little that, a little that and making yeah. this sound. Yeah. I think that's yeah. very, very important. Now your latest EP, How You Like Me Now, as I listen to it, um, you got very, very deep on your EP, especially songs like Catch Me If You Can, such a powerful song. So what was your mindset and inspiration behind that project? Um, so, you know, honestly, like I saw so in, um, I was 22 years old. I'm 31 now. Um, I got diagnosed as being bipolar, you know, and mm-hmm. I just been fighting with that. And, um, so it was like the first time that I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be med compliant, you know, and like, cause I needed it. Like I ended up going to the hospital, you know, and uh, having manic episodes and um, it was crazy, you know, so catch me if, if you can, um, 
was a real testimony to me, like uh, battling my inner demons, you know, but I couldn't, but I couldn't feel them, you know? So, Mm. you know, yeah, like it was crazy. Like music, me creating was the only thing that I could feel, you know? So like I, I locked myself in the room for like a year straight making that record. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. Really, that is you know? why it's so deep and personal because I listen to all you all music. I've had like over 40 artists so far and I listen to all you all music and I think you are probably the second artist that actually opened up about dealing with, you know, the things that you dealt with. And I really think that's very brave of you as a man to open up because so many other people go through it, but people are ashamed to talk about it. Like, have you came across anyone that's kind of, listen to your music like hey man thank you so much for that yeah yeah so it's been it's been uh it's just it's a blessing you know and a curse you know but locking myself in in my room like I felt like I came out of there like knowing myself as a human being better than ever you know and a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. take that time to like you know channel their energy into something positive you know whether the music Mm -hmm. is dark or light you know um what I tried to do was kind of go in the darkness and then towards the end of the album, bring into the light, you know? So I did that. Exactly what I took from it. It was like a a journey where you took perfect. I love the way you summed that up. That's exactly what I got from it. When I listened to it, beautiful, beautiful body of work. So your music is very versatile. We talked about that earlier. So if anyone came to you or any type of critics that listen to your music, they're like, you know, I don't really know where box to put him in because they love to put artists in the box. How would you describe your music? I mean, I'm just, I'm just me. Like I'm eclectic, you know? And, Mm -hmm. uh, and like, I don't listen to much music often, you know? And uh, um, when I do, I, I, you know, I get inspired by tidbits, you know? And if I hear that one song, like just, you know, delivered by the universe, I'll be like, oh, I like that, you know, and then I'll add it to my repertoire, you know, and uh, and then I'll start playing with the textures, you know, Um, is is cocky. Like, it's not cocky. It's just I try not to be influenced by the outside world, you know, as my artist, you know, and uh, it's not that I it's not that I don't want to listen to other artists, but I kind of feel like I don't want to rip off other artists, you know, so. Yes, I I actually said something similar on a show, another podcast I was on, and I said I don't watch other people's shows because I don't want to be influenced about what they're talking about, what they're doing. I want to be authentic, and I don't think people took it as the way that you you understand, you get it because you are. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you get it. Some people don't really. Sometimes you can watch and listen to other people's music before you know it. We can be influenced by things in life without even knowing it. That's the crazy thing. Social media, music, billboards. So I love the fact that you said you're the only person that understands me. Which is only a time. Which is only a time. Which is only a time. Oh, Pisces. Pisces. Oh, wow. I love Pisces. Emotional. You guys are emotional. That is why your music is so vulnerable and open. So we talked a little bit about your background and life experiences and earlier, but with you being now a husband and a dad. Has that affected your lyrics now, the way you write? Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes my wife does not like the stuff that I come up with, you know, because I, I try to be transparent in my music, yeah. you know. Um, there's a, I have, like, so much music that I haven't put out, and I was just, like, selective on it, you know. <laughs> and, uh, it like, I kind of have, like, a music 
like method to me, you know? Um, and if the song stuck in my head for three days straight, because I listen to it that much, you know, like yeah. when I'm creating it, I'm like, okay, then I'm going to put this out, you know, like, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I believe in like the universe and like, you know, three days or just weird stuff like that, you know, so. Yeah, it's not weird because I'm the same way. I believe in a lot of this stuff, crystals. I got all types of things around my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe in that type of stuff also. So pretty much we are going to take a little break and pretty much get to know you as Johnny. So what is your proudest moment in life? The proudest moment in my life is uh, getting sober on October 28, 2014. Um, and my my brother... Uh, CJ, he taught me how to sing, right? And he had a heart transplant on the same day that I got sober. So oh every God. year, so every year we like, you know, congratulate each other because it, it was like a new, you know, step into life, you know? Right. That's amazing. You guys got, I see you got tattoos. You got to get that tattoo. Do you have it already? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I don't. I don't have that tattooed. No. That's. I like that date. So next, who is one person you go to? Someone who is pretty much your rock. So if you are down or going through something, someone you can pick up the phone and they'll be there for you. I got so many people like that. Like you know, I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've I got a close I got a close circle, right? You know, but I got like my mentors uh, from Solon. And, um, and those are the people that put clothes on my back since I was 18 years old. You know, the owner calls me and just checks in on me. Uh, my mentor, John Ford, um, business guy, you know, just there for me, like always pushing me to the next thing, you know, my wife, obviously. Um, yeah, so I got, I got a network, you know, that I, I, I like to talk to on a continual basis to, um, you know, keep me accountable you know, to my, my goals that I set as a, as a being. So. That's a blessing. We always need someone, no matter if it's a friend, a coworker, your neighbor. Sometimes as your child grow, you will learn, you will have conversations with your child. <laughs> they will sometimes listen to you. Kids these days are really, really smart. I have a daughter and she gives great, great advice to be eight years old. So I can't That's wait till awesome. your child gets to talk and you give your dad advice and stuff like that, especially when you're having those days where it's like, we all have those days where we're just not in the mood. And last, yeah. what is one song you love so much that other people will be surprised? Um, okay, so like this album, like I cannot pick one, but my last one, uh, I made a song with my boy CJ um, and it was called Candy. And he was like, I don't know about yours, but I know about mine. You know, yeah, he was just talking that. about, he was just talking about like, you know, being proud of your woman, you know, and like embracing mm-hmm. her, you know? Um, so if I were to say like one that is kind of near to my heart on this album, uh, it was so in love. And I wrote that as a wedding song to my wife when we had a, a sh- at our wedding at Disneyland. Oh, that song's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Disneyland. I'm yeah, jealous. We, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. We had like, you know, the fantasy dream. She rolled up in like a, 
Cinderella like carriage. It was it was bananas. Oh my gosh, she's so lucky. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's just so fun. Like, <laughs> I'm so tired of the, the traditional dun I think that's so amazing. Were other guests there? Like, did people watch? Like, how was the vibe? Yeah. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. It was in 2018, you know, before the pandemic. You know, I can only imagine like yes, you know, people getting married afterwards. But we had like everybody that you know was dear to our hearts. It was a big wedding. Um, my, uh, it was I. It was just priceless. Like you can't put a price on it. You know what I'm saying? Like the the memories that I got from just that day and leading up to it, and then you know, into this album, um, you know, my wife has definitely been there for me in like every single place that I've been, you know, and, and I love her for it, you know, so. Good Luck Charm. There's a song by Jagged Edge called Good Luck Charm and stuff like that. That's what I kind of came to my mind as you talk about her, like, you know, she's such a good luck charm. She came into your life and just so many blessings, having a beautiful background, family, and a child, so that's what I think of her. Like she's your good luck charm in life. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So when people actually listen to your music, what is one takeaway you want them to get from your body of work? That you know, I because I create such a, a collective sound. You know, mm-hmm. my goal is to to make songs that like gear towards different feelings that people are feeling in moments. You know. Um, so they can have like a theme song, you know, because I, I just like writing hooks, you know, and then I, and then I get lost in my, my mythology of words, you know, I, I like being a wordsmith and, uh, and I try to keep it simple, you know, because I, I want to tailor to, you know, a young audience or an older audience or, you know, in between audience, like I just, I don't want to be limited, you know, so that's why I paint with so many different textures of different genres and, that's, that's pretty much it. I like that. Your fan base would definitely have their moods. Like someday they may be feeling sad. Someday they feel like, you know, in a good mood. They're feeling really hype. It's always good for artists to kind of have a little calories. Your, fan, your fans don't want to be sad all day. Give them a little something. That's great, great, great advice, Johnny. So what do you have coming up next? Anything you can give us? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I work on so much, you know, but I, I'm going to really push this album, I think, you know, like that's kind of like my goal, you know, because I spent uh, a whole year locked into it, you know, and then I spent like a whole other year just getting it mixed and mastered, just working my butt, you know, off just to, to pay for the mixing and mastering. And then uh, and then just like saying like, OK, like this is the time to put it out, you know, and um uh, you know, shout out to like Radium for pushing me to do it and um, Clinton Sparks and Solon. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to really work on putting this body of workout and let it see the light of day, you know, because I feel like I, I did something that most people are, like you said, um, afraid of putting themselves out there like I did. Especially men, you know, men don't really get into their feelings as much as I wish they would. So I really do appreciate that. The great thing about me is that all of you all on the show, I always support your music. Anytime you have something coming out, I share. And I also have a playlist on Spotify and Apple called What's Good. So all of you artists, your music is on there. And I like to share you all music to get it out. So it's not just the end, not just an interview and bye. No, 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 no. We connected. (laughs) We connected. So yeah, we got to stay in touch. Um, 
Yeah, and it was kind of crazy. Like, I just wanted to share this last tidbit. So, like, they finally, you know, after three years of stabilization, you know, um, they lowered my med to where I can feel again. And, like, two weeks ago, I felt, you know, like (laughs) – just a plethora of feelings you know and I was like man I miss this and I felt like a kid at the candy store you know whether if it was like anger or or uh you know calm and stillness and joy you know it was like I was able to identify I'm like this is what I'm feeling and like it just felt so like serene you know I was like wow I'm feeling for the first time again in like three Mm -hmm. years and it felt like a kid, like, I was like, I'm just eternally grateful for that, you know, like, because then that's I can so empathize. That's so amazing, because I know some people that are bipolar, you know, they struggle with taking their medicine. I never knew that it kind of takes away your feelings. You know, some people always, you hear people say ignorant stuff, like, for example, Kanye, why isn't he taking his medicine? His medicine but, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know it has that effect on you all like that wow yeah like it's it's crazy like um you know you you think uh you know manics are like highs right you know you're like you're feeling like this excitement you know and you're just like you're just like radiating all this like positive energy but there's like no cap you know and people don't know how to deal with that right mm-hmm. and then there's the all-time low you know where you're just stuck and you can't get out of bed you know and like the world's ending, but you're still here, you know? And um, then there's all those feelings that you feel in between. And um, I, they, they obviously capped it to where I didn't feel the all time low and I didn't Mm -hmm. feel the all time highs, but it was just numbness. It was just dull, you know? And, uh, and I went to school, you know, to learn about all this stuff, you know, and like, so I could describe it to other people, you know? And, um, and that's why I was able to identify, like, I wanted to be emotionally intelligent, you know, and like, and share this message with the world, you know, because um, mental health is is a real thing, you know, and I feel like, especially since this pandemic, you know, like a lot of people really got into that mental crisis, you know, and a depression. I know I went through a stage, some other artists mm-hmm. I talked about, they kind of went through a stage where they didn't even want to do music anymore. I think we all battled things. Being in the house, I still work yeah. from home. So it, it, yeah, it, me it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, was, it was okay for the first few months, but now it's like I'm home and I'm like seeing my neighbors that I've never seen before because I was always yeah. at work. So I love the fact, do you do any speaking engagements or anything? Like talking to other people who may, you know, be going through this. Like how long did it take you to realize you were bipolar? Were there signs when you were younger? Uh, no, um, it, it was, it was attributed to, you know, psychedelics and my drug use, you know, when um, I was on tour with uh, Mickey Avalon um, and I just couldn't hang with the best of them, you know, and I was just yeah. like, you know. You know, like, I, I guess I got into it, like, quite quick, you know, and I was grateful for that because I got sober young, you know, and then I got to uh, learn about myself in a really intricate mm-hmm. way, which is, which is dope, you know, so mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, a lot of people don't take the time to know themselves. And uh, when you when you truly get to know yourself, you're going to be like more than surprised that you're a great person, you know, deep down, mm-hmm. you know, and and I feel like, you know, we just are mirrors for one another sometimes. And, uh, 
when we um we're in a specific place we we radiate what we're feeling at that time and mirroring it to others so you know my message is like you know own own who you are you know mm-hmm. and and be the best you that you can be so you wow. can share that message to others you know wow that's amazing johnny i'm sitting here like i feel like that message was also for me as well like i'm receiving it in like i really really enjoyed talking to you i think it's always great when we get to the music but the fact that some way we can listen and someone gets a message out of it, that's always the key that I want with this segment. And other people get to learn who Johnny is, too. So I thank yeah. you so much for being a part of this segment. And I'm going to always be here hey, to support, y'all. okay? Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share. And of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast. So don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.